live from Haptic Studios, ladies and gentlemen, the Slick Boys, Brett Roberts and Josh Tuller here for another episode of Hapticast Unscripted. Josh. Brett. What's going on, man? What's going on? Have you been? Alive. Living. Yeah. Living. Existing. I want you to know. I'm looking at our uh, our notifications and our setup here. We have somebody that subscribed <coughs> called DJ Funsco Indo Indo Studio. DJ, DJ Funsco in the studio. Yeah, DJ Funsco in the studio. Well, in the in the like I N D A. Yeah, well, funks do go in the studio, so that makes sense. And uh, shout out to him or her, or her for that matter, you know. DJ funks go in the studio. Yep, it's <clears throat> awesome. Well, there's something I do want to talk about. Um, we've released three episodes of Unscripted so far. Uh, they did pretty well, so well in fact that we placed on the top twenty Apple Podcast charts. Josh. Yes. Now wait, Year it's, it's the same. 17. It's the same feed though as our other thing, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, everything's the same feed. But yes, yeah, so I guess in general, Hapticast is the number 17 gaming podcast on Apple Podcasts. But the catch is that it's in the United Arab Emirates. That's right. We're the number 17 gaming podcast in the UAE. And if that's not a milestone, I don't know what is. It's pretty cool, man. I mean, not so, many people can say that. No, so shout out to the United Arab Emirates and... All of the uh, atrocities they commit against human beings and mankind. So Yeah, shout out to them. And as you and I were discussing, I think that we're solely on those charts based on us like kind of slandering Saudi Arabia and stuff in, uh, in old podcasts. I wouldn't call it slander. Call it presenting facts. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a good way to protect us from getting sued, I would agree. Ain't nobody suing us. And if you are, go ahead, dude. I won't see you in court, okay? I don't like that idea. Don't now, do that. I won't go to court. I don't like that. You can win, and then I'll just off myself instead. Wow. Strong words, Josh. So, I know. Normally, I'm a fighter. In that instance, dude, court is just fucking abysmal. Have you ever had to go to court? Um, When I was a kid, when my parents got divorced... Wow, you had to go to that? Yeah, but I think that's the only other time I've been to court. I've never, like, been to court for something else. Never got summoned to do jury duty? Not yet. Not yet. I've been dodging that bullet for a little bit. You move around a lot, too, so that that might play a part. Yeah, if I ever get summoned to jury duty, though, dude, I'm going to make it my mission to not sit on the fucking jury. Yeah. Like, I'm going to, like, turn into a fucking degenerate. I'm racist, sexist, like yeah. he's gonna say everything. Yeah, like I'm gonna freaking whatever whatever the case is, right? Like if it's like a you know, if it's like a like a white dude, whatever, I'd be like, I hate white guys. I'm so self deprecating, guys. I hate white guys. You know what I mean? If it's yeah. a woman, I'll be like, I beat my wife, even though I'm not even married. Yeah. Whatever I have to do to get out of it, I'm gonna be doing it. Just bailiff, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I'm incredibly racist yeah. and <laughs> Put it on the record. I, I can't do this. Call in the dancing lobsters. That's right. Yeah. Just walk in, make them think I'm mentally challenged. I, all I say over and over again is call in the dancing lobsters. Do you think people that have mental disabilities have to uh, do jury duty? I don't know. Let's see. That's awesome. Can you get out of jury duty for being... Mentally ill, disabled, challenged. If you feel unfit to sit in a jury, there are several things you can do. I have mental disabilities, baby, if I can't <laughs> do this. If you are perfectly comfortable submitting for an exemption based on your mental illness, speak with your doctor and see if they can put together the bulk of the documentation for you. Wow. Hmm. You could just tell the bailiff, 
<clears throat> bailiff i think that the, the john carpenter's film the thing is an awful movie and he'll go apparently this guy's unfit <clears throat> yeah apparently in new york you can get out of jury duty for being a cab driver really yep california can, if you're pregnant you can get out can't you get out if like you're a student yeah i'm a student dude i'm a student of life <clears throat> if you're a lawyer you can get out i'm always learning dude wow that's that now so if you said that to somebody they'd be like all right this this dude's freaking mentally challenged he's got to go they would yeah i'd get out yeah you gotta go so i was called to jury duty once and i remember that i basically like there was like a number or a website or something and you could check and see if they actually needed you or not so like the night before i, I checked and they didn't need me so got out of it so wait, did you go through selection i got something in the mail and it said like you're gonna go unless i tell you no and i was like okay and i got the thing in the mail and you know, I did the thing, and then the night of, I went online, and I looked, and it said that they don't need me. It said, like, if your number is this to this, they don't need you. And I was one of those numbers. Gotcha. Well, Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I wanted to talk to you about something that I thought about today. Yeah, me too. Bullies. Bully the game by Rockstar? Not the game, just in general life. Have you ever had a? Uh, have you ever had a bully? Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a little phlegmy. I want you to know I hosed Taco Bell before we started this. Cool. And my stomach is not happy with me right now. I actually just threw up in my mouth a couple of seconds ago. <laughs> I'm drinking Gatorade Riptide Rush, and it's been a while since I've had a Riptide Rush. And let's just say that shit came up, and it now my mouth is like burning a little bit. So. <clears throat> Excuse me, but yeah. Josh, you're going to have to take a diarrhea doo-doo. I'm going to have to go vomit. We're all good. Yeah, we might need to pause at some point, or maybe we'll just take people with you, with us, and I'll just record my shit. I wouldn't be opposed to that. It would be an interesting podcast. I bet that's illegal in some states. Shitting in the mic on podcast? Got to be illegal. Yeah, but if I'm doing it to myself. Yes. Um, so, yeah, <clears throat> bully. You ever had a bully? Yeah, a lot in middle school. <clears throat> Um, and it didn't end well for the bully. You beat him up? No, I didn't beat him up. I never got in an altercation with anybody that way, really. Mm. Um, I was about to say his name, but I won't do that. I know his full name. I remember his face. We were in middle school, and it was science class. And actually, your ex was in the class with me. Oh, wow. By the way. Was she getting bullied as well? <clears throat> But this kid thought he was really funny, right? And, you know, I'm like a like a fat, you know, chubby whatever kid in, in middle school. Um, and long story short, this bully thought he was funny in class. And I put an end to him being funny in class, in front of the entire class. Put him on blast. He was trying to be slick, like mm -hmm. pick on me in the back, whatever. I put him on blast, full blast. What was he picking on you for? Just being like a little chubby kid? I don't really even remember, truthfully, to be honest with you. I just remember the moment. And then me mm. putting him on blast and then him never bothering me again. He tried again in high school, too, because he went to our high school with uh, our old friend. Yeah. And I, if you know who mm -hmm. I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> yeah, that didn't last long either. So when you say you put him on blast, what does that mean? It means I got up and was like, I probably just repeated exactly what he said. Be like, yo, this dude just fucking said blah, 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 X, Y, and Z because he thought he could get to me. I'm like, you're not funny, dude. Like, you're not funny at all. Gotcha. You know, so let's let the, let's let the entire class know what you're saying. How do you feel about yourself? And you put him on blast. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, I didn't really, to be true, to be honest with you, other than really literally that kid specifically, I didn't really deal with a ton of it. Like I was a, like I should have been like a textbook bullyable person. Mm -hmm. didn't work did theater and choir didn't matter dude you could try to come after me it didn't work <clears throat> and also i was not to sound like a troglodyte but i was super popular in high school were you with choir and musical stuff yeah yeah so it's popular like, with the nerds basically but essentially 
I, I was I was I was the friend of the people, dude. King of the castle. <clears throat> of the castle. I was friend of the out. I was I was I was the king of the outcasts, dude. Gotcha. gotcha. And I was okay with that. Oh. So. I like that. That's a that's a triumphant story. I didn't think it was going to be like that for you, but I'm glad it was. Yeah. I uh, I dealt with some stuff. The reason I'm bringing it up is there was one bully in particular uh, that I wanted to talk about, but I guess I'll give you I'll give you a little bit of the gamut, run the whole thing here. So. Elementary school, I had a bully who was at my bus stop. He had older brothers that were also in the school, so he thought he was, like, untouchable because he had these older brothers. And uh, we started off as friends. One night, he slept over my house. This is, like, first grade. And he brought his Yu-Gi-Oh cards over, and he left them there on accident. So the next day, I went to school, and I was like, hey, man, you left your your Yu-Gi-Oh cards at my house. And this kid got in my face pulled me to the side of the class and said, if you ever fucking say that I play Yu-Gi-Oh again that loud, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. And this was a kid that I was friends with that I literally had at my house. But he was so worried about his image of him playing Yu-Gi-Oh that he uh, he was a bully about it. Hmm. And uh, yeah, he was just a huge asshole. And eventually he would, uh, he was he was just such a bully that I said, you know what, man, if you want to be a bully, then let's fight after school. Let's meet at the bus stop right when we get off the bus and let's fight. And he was like, all right, bet. And we got off the bus and he just walked away. And I asked him what happened. I was like, why didn't you show up? And he was like, oh, I thought you meant later that night. (laughs) I was like, I never set a time, bro. I meant right when we got off the bus. But over time, he he became less popular as we like went from middle school to high school. And he was kind of like a, a loser. He still is a loser now. Mm-hmm. Uh, good kid. He's actually mutual friends with a couple of people I used to be friends with too. But uh, he was a pretty big bully. But there was a bully in particular. This is the reason I wanted to talk about this this topic. I had a bully, Josh, that in ninth grade Spanish class would insist that my girlfriend, my ex girlfriend, um, was a man, and he would make jokes about how she had a penis. Mm. And clearly, I knew that she didn't have a penis. And my girlfriend at the time went to your school. Yeah. Not my school. Correct. So everyone, no one really knew who she was. They didn't believe that she was a real person, whatever. And he would just in front of the whole class be like, oh, Brett's dating a guy. And, you know, these, you know, homophobic jokes and stuff. Right. And uh, I would, he sat in front of me and he would turn around and say all this to me and make everyone around me laugh, including my friends. Like these people I thought were my friends, they'd like be laughing. So I would always picture in my head just grabbing this kid and like, as I sat behind him, I pictured like grabbing his head and like smashing it back on the chair, like breaking his fucking, like I, I really wanted to physically harm this kid. It was like a every day he would bully me type of situation, just a douchebag, right? And then, you know, that, that was ninth grade, 10th grade came and dude, he fucking killed himself. Oh my God. The bully killed All right. himself. <laughs> and at first I was like, it was sad like you don't i mean when one of your classmates die it's sad right right but also i was like he was a fucking bully like he deserved it but then i i i I always have thought back and the thing about it dude is like he must have had some shit going on absolutely to make him such an asshole absolutely and that's uh, normally the case what's that that's normally the case yeah it's that is normally the case man I, i I guess I just never considered the fact that he was going through something. And, uh, yeah, he killed He hung himself in the woods um, near my house, actually, where I live now. And every time I drive past it, I think about him. Wow. <clears throat> so That's serious. It's really serious, yeah. And, uh, you know, it was devastating. A lot of people I went to school with were, were really upset. Sure. So. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Bullies, man. <laughs> Yeah, what about a, uh, I remembered another instance, like a triumphant, I, I don't know if I would call it bullying, at least not to me. And honestly, in hindsight, it might be more of the, uh, well, I'll explain in a second. Do you remember any triumphant moment you had against just an asshole at school, high school or otherwise? Yeah, when the guy killed himself, I felt triumphant. <laughs> oh my God. I, no, no, no. I felt like, but then I thought about it. Yeah, I, I know what you mean though. Um, Where you're like, I'm gonna handle this, and you 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 won so hard. It's not even funny. Yeah, a couple of times. There's actually 
one that you know about with not even a bully. It was with our friend Brandon, who we're going to go visit in California in a couple weeks. Uh, he, as a joke in front of the whole class, again, made a joke about you. This is in senior year, though, of, of high school. He made a joke about Yu-Gi-Oh cards because he knew that we both were playing and he was just trying to make people laugh. So then the next day, I brought in a big stack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And in the middle of class, I walked up and I said, hey, man, here's those Yu-Gi-Oh cards you left in my house, just like, I, just like I did with the other kid. And everyone laughed. And like this one kid in the class, like the loudest like class clown was like, yo, this kid's got Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Ah! And like everyone was making fun of, of Brandon. Uh, another moment, though, that I can think of is so I was much like you where I was actually kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say I was popular, but like I kind of got a little more popular my junior and senior yeah, year. Yeah, that's all right, school. dude. Just say it. No, I wasn't though. But like I started talking to the popular kids because I made a rap diss track against one of the popular kids. So one of the popular kids uh, would always fuck with me. And we were, we were fun. Like we were buddies. He wasn't really bullying me, mm-hmm. but uh, he would be like making jokes and he thought he was like a rapper. So me and my friend, Kevin, who listens to the show, shout out to Kevin. We got really into like making mixtapes and raps and stuff like that, which I don't do anymore. But I made a diss track against this kid and I put it on online and I sent it to him. And dude, it was crazy. Like certain teachers like that I had in the past were like putting it on during class and like listening to it. And I had people coming up to me like in the hallway, like, yo, I heard your diss track against so-and-so you fucking killed it and the kid never made it he he always said he was going to make one back he never did so it was like a huge slam dunk like i just fucking dunked on this kid um and it wasn't mean but it was it was about how like he was a a man whore who like slept with all the popular girls and he was just a douchebag that wore sweatpants and shit all the time so uh so yeah i dunked on his fucking ass what about you nice well mine's much less impressive now so no go ahead um I I distinctly remember. So you know you know my look, right? Like what when look, I what do you mean? Like my look when somebody pisses me off or is doing something right. I don't want, I have a look. Right. And if I look at you that way, most pe- I would say nine out of ten people back down. It's like a cut your shit. It's like, it's it's a it it's a look where I pierce into your soul and I'm like, if you keep pressing, I'm going to end you. Right. Like you will, you will be completed over. You've never fought, but you, yeah, I know what you mean. So I was dating my girlfriend at the time in high school. I think this is probably senior year. Right. And a lot of people knew who I was in high school, but there's some people that didn't. First of all, I was on the morning announcements every day. So it was kind of hard, like broadcasting, like my face every day. Like most people just knew who I was inherently. Um, Anyway, so I guess they were football guys. In my memory, they're football guys. So I'm walking out with my girlfriend, right? She's like, I have to go to the bathroom. I was like, okay. So I waited for her outside the bathroom. And she's going to the bathroom. This is right on the exit to get to the um, the buses, right? And go out to the, the parking lot uh, where our cars were. So she goes to the bathroom. I'm standing there. These two freaking douchebags start walking down the hallway. <clears throat> you know the type. You look at them, you're like, man, those people are fucking douchebags. Bless you. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you just yeah. look at them and you're like, wow, these people, there's not a lot going on upstairs. Right. So they walk by. Right? And right before they're about to pass the bath- bathroom, my girlfriend walks out. Okay? Now, I'm sure, I'm assuming she was wearing leggings or something. I mean, everybody did, you know. She was whatever. So she walks out. She was a pretty good looking girl. Yeah, she was cute. Um, <clears throat> she She walks out. She starts coming over to me, and they start catcalling her mm. out of the bathroom. Now, they didn't know I was standing there. And not that she really needed my help or anything, and not that I really ended up doing anything. But they start catcalling her, right? And she gets super uncomfortable. So she walks over to me, and all I do, I like, I was leaning on the wall. I get up, right? She comes over to me, and I just stare at both of them. I stare at both of them like I'm going to end you if you continue what they were doing. When I tell you their demeanor went from douchebag to little scared pussies instantaneously, wow. that's exactly what happened. Damn, dude. Now, mind you, I'm a these guys. I think were football players, but I'm a big kid in high school. You know, I was I, 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 I was I was large and in charge, yeah. and 
I think that was one of the moments in my life where I knew I was like, all you have to do is just look at people this way and they will usually cut out what they're doing. Right. So I I instilled the fear of God into them with just a look. It was either that or they were like afraid you were going to like turn into like the white kid shooter that was going to like shoot the whole school up or something. Maybe not too. Yeah. But But anyway, that's that's awesome, man. Not not a single word was said. Just exchanged a look. I'm like you. I've never had to fight. I've never been in like a fist fight. You know? Yeah. No, I'm that's I ain't about that. Yeah, there's no reason. No reason to resort to violence. Unless you absolutely have to for your life, you know? Yeah. I don't know if I would win in a fist fight either. Maybe if I was angry enough. I like to think I would, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a... Let's fight and find out. No. I'm, uh, you know, for as aggressive I can be sometimes, I'm a pacifist. Right. Me too. So. Let's do YouTube boxing, dude. I'd rather not. I'd literally rather never box in my entire life. For charity, dude. That's fine. I'll just donate instead. <laughs> Me too. I do not want to be punched. I don't want to bleed. I don't want to be injured. I have zero interest in any of that. You get fucked up boxing. I know. People get fucked them. up. I saw some of the YouTubers. They got absolutely fucked. Yeah, I don't want to get fucked up. And I don't want to fuck up anybody else. So. Right. Okay. I don't want to be injured. I don't like being hurt. I'm a, basically I'm a little pussy, right? Me too, dude. I'm such a little bitch. Like even just getting sick, I'm like, I, I'm so bad when I'm sick. I'm such a pussy when I'm sick. <laughs> Hell like yeah, I just want to die, you know? Yeah. I literally think like, why me? Why <laughs> me? And I'm like, I just want to feel like normal. I just want to be normal. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> wow. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit with that. Did you? Yeah. I got to be honest. I just had a bonefish grill. First time I've ever eaten there. I have to take a huge shit. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, did you go to the one by over by golf galaxy? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, was it good? Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. I liked it. I'm not a seafood guy, but they have other things there and they were actually banging dude. What'd you get? I got a nice bacon cheeseburger with sharp cheddar cheese Mm. and some mac and cheese on the side. It was Mm. was good. Hmm. But I gotta poop. Mm-hmm. You you want to you want to pause so you can go shit? Is that what you're saying? Uh, maybe. Okay. I don't know. I'm blinking. My anus, my sphincter's blinking, dude. All right. Yeah, I might do that. Is that all right? Yeah. You don't have to riff. I mean, you can just edit it out. I don't mind. Okay. I'm gonna go take poop. a shit. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna poop too. All right. You ready to hop right back in? Yep. Ready. Yeah. Let me just mark. Uh, so editing is easier. Okay. All right. All right. My asshole is empty now. Yeah, me too. Uh, I feel like that's just a regular thing now on this show. We're just going to go take shits and then come back afterwards. So yeah, about halfway through. So and the good thing is you get the fast forwarded version. So you don't have to listen to us, you know, shitting. Just yeah. Fast forward that for you. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So something I wanted to talk about, Josh, is our absence or, I mean, not quite early in absence, but yeah, uh, we told people on Tuesday on regular episode of Hapticast that, you know, we would explain kind of some details about where you were and, and what we were doing over the last month. So we had three episodes of Unscripted go out uh, to kind of hold everybody over, but there were no live episodes of Hapticast. Right. Uh, you were busy putting yes. on an amazing show. Hmm, thank you. That I that I did go and check out, and uh, yeah, I mean, this is your opportunity to talk about it a little bit. Any of the experience that you had there, and yeah, I uh, so I mean, I directed a production of the Phantom of the Opera this summer for about a month, three weeks of rehearsal, and then about a week of performances. Right, three weeks and two days of rehearsals. So, and it was fucking slick. Uh, uh, I've already I've already told you how great it was, but I took Jess, my fiance, and uh, we had an awesome time. She loves Phantom, so she it's really good. liked it a lot, and uh, it felt professional. It didn't feel like you were at. I mean, none of your shows do feel like you're at like a high school, right? You know, version of the show, right? But I think that's what makes them so cool is that they feel like they could be on Broadway or or something like that. Yeah. So I mean, it's a theater education program, but I um, 
I don't know. I'm just the sort of right person with a very uh, abysmal brain to, like, I don't settle for high school level productions. Right. You know, we the, the things that we do and the people that I am lucky enough to work with and how we push the envelope with stuff, um, especially for the amount of money that we do have. I mean, we're not, listen, the program has money, but it's not like anything crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm really I'm always really pleased with the level that we get stuff to, but this year in particular was um I'm very happy with very happy with so yeah and I put this on Twitter but one of the cool things about Phantom in general and you and I and our relationship is that about ten years ago at this point I actually saw you perform in the first show I've ever seen you perform in and it was Phantom of the Opera right. Yeah. Uh, now, 10 years later, you're directing it for the same school, different right. program, technically. But, right. Same venue. Uh, same venue. Yeah. And it was really cool. It was cool to see how they did it. And it was cool to see how you did it. And obviously, yours was one million times better. Um, yeah. How does that work? Does the summer program that you participate in, did they get more money for the shows than the regular like school year productions or how does that work so we um the the program that i am the main stage director for we are completely self-funded so like during the school year and which is pretty common in all school districts is they have a budget from the district to put on their shows right okay we do not so we charge a registration fee which I mean, compared to a lot of like summer theater programs is like dirt cheap. Um, right. We charge a registration fee. So all of our staff salaries and like budget comes from that essentially. And then ticket sales and then any like additional fundraising and stuff that we do. So we actually pay to use the buildings. So we pay the custodial staff. We pay the air conditioning. We pay the electric. We pay for use of the space and we pay all of our salaries and all of the materials and everything that takes go into it. And that all comes from registrations and ticket sales. And then, like I said, fundraising. So when all is said and done, I mean, we have a much tighter budget than they do during the school year because we're not tapping from like a activities budget or like a, you know, a extracurricular budget, or whatever. It's all really dependent on people doing the program and us fundraising and us having good ticket sales, which this year they were excellent too which is really right. good so is the person that puts on the shows during the regular school year part of the summer program as well or no 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 wow. affiliation and honestly i mean we you know the school district that is part of the title of the program um it could really be anywhere it's just happened to be founded at that district which you know i graduated right. from but it's i mean it's really only a name at that point because we're just using the facilities so gotcha you know, which all that stuff, all you know, stuff that happens behind the scenes sometimes, where they're like, they just give us a hard time. I'll be like, dude, you know how many people would literally suck me off if we move the program to their district? Right. Like, not a lot of places do what we do, especially not attached to school districts in the area. Especially not at the level you do it at. Well, that too, and like, not and the the good thing is too is like the the level of productions that we have is really high quality in my opinion. I think it is truthfully, right? But also the experience that the people doing it get out of it is, you know, second to none. Like the actual educational and, uh, you know, just enjoyment aspect of the program. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I've seen the kids after the shows. Uh, I've seen how they interact with you. I see them walking around, like greeting people, smiling. Everyone looks like they have a great time. So yeah, I had a great time at the show, and uh, it seemed like you had a pretty decent time. Uh, putting it on i know you said it was really stressful but you know the hardest thing i i mean no yeah i wouldn't trade it for anything i love it but it's that show in particular was one of the hardest things i've done in my entire life right it's so first of all the music is hard the actual subject material is hard especially for young performers the length of the show is another thing the amount of songs and every single song is hard uh, and just from a technical aspect of it there are so many things so like i think uh, one of the things behind the scenes just to peel the curtain back is like when you when i am looking at a show and blocking a show and then also when we're putting it together i look at how many cues have to happen whether they're scene changes set changes lighting cues sound cues 
I think in queues, right? And we'd have we have technical rehearsals and we do something called queue to queue, right? So we'll move from queue to 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 queue blah 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 in the show. Normally, in a regular show, we might have I don't know, 70 to 100 cues. We had 1,800 cues for this show. My God. It is a behemoth of a show, technically and setting-wise. And you look at, uh, I don't know if you remember, but the one transition into, like, the Phantom's Lair, which is, like, the during the big title song that everybody yeah. knows, right? Yeah, that was so cool, by the way. Choreographing that scene took us forever figuring out all of the cues and how to transition that and it wasn't right until opening night like we literally were changing how we were doing it to get it right until opening night and then opening night was the first time that we got it right wow so yeah phantom has a lot of cool moments that are almost like meta breaking things like you'll have because it's about a playhouse right put on shows exactly so you have moments where you're seeing as the crowd us are watching them behind the scenes. Like you have the curtain behind them and it's like, we're watching backstage. Right. Uh, So many moments like that. So yeah, you kind of like shift the dimensions a little bit. It's interesting, but yeah, it's constantly changing perspective. Right. Right. Which, which in some instances really helps too. Cause it's like, Oh, thank God. I can just fucking close the curtain and it makes sense to put it in front of this. Right. But other times it's like, it's just really hard. And you know, the, the lighting to me was super important. Uh, nailed like it, it you was nailed it. super important to get that right to make it because that's what takes it from like a like a whatever production to a fucking production you know For what sure. i mean yeah so yeah even the stage was set up really nicely the way you guys used the whole stage and you were you were able to like reuse parts of your of your set for all, like multiple things and you did that with um Last show you did too. I don't know if we want to get too much into you know what shows you've done in the past, but yeah, like yeah, you made good work of what you had and and reused yeah. things, and it was it was really good. Is your program because I've only ever seen you guys do musicals? I think do you only do musicals, or is that just what you prefer? Um, we only. I mean, it's founded on that basis that it's musical theater education. Gotcha. Um, not that we couldn't do other stuff, I suppose, but you know, with wanting to get in all of the elements of musical theater, specifically music, dance, vocals, you know, technical aspects, all of that, it just lends itself to that. And also the large, we have to always think in terms of like, we have a large company, right? So we have to have shows that have a large company and there's very little straight plays that would lend themselves to a large company. That makes sense. So, well, it was a great show. I had a lot of fun. Uh, you know, wish I could have seen it twice. I would have. Uh, it was that good. And uh, you're doing Mamma Mia next year, you said, right? That was my ass. You hear that? It did not. <laughs> it just fucking farted over here. Um, yes, Mamma Mia, which is another one of my favorite shows of all time. Music. First of all, the movie is not that great. So if you've seen the Mamma Mia movie, don't judge the stage show based solely off of that. The movie is fine, but the stage show is a million times better. And the fucking music slaps. It's just full of bops. All right. So. Heard it here. Full of bops. Uh, while you were gone, I'm going to change the subject a little while, bit. While, while I was gone, out. While you were out, I got my order notification for my Steam Deck. Oh, shit. Here we go. And then I got my Steam Deck. Yes. And unfortunately, you didn't get the email that your Steam Deck purchase was ready. This, was then, such, this this could have been such a travesty. And it, has, it, has, it has a happy ending, but it does. So you weren't obviously going on Steam because you were busy with with right. what you were doing. Uh, so you didn't get the email. You couldn't check on Steam. You just assumed it wasn't ready yet. Right. And then you literally your first free day after the show, mm-hmm. you look on Steam, and there's your notification letting you know that your Steam Deck is ready for purchase. And it was what five days old. Yeah. And they only hold it for a day. I think. Yeah. And so I clicked on it thinking, hopefully, maybe it'll just take me to the store to purchase. Took me back to the fucking reservation page. Dude. Right. And if you don't know, for those out there that are listening, if you don't know how the Steam Deck reservation works is basically one year ago, Josh and I both ordered our Steam Decks pre-ordered. Right. And they kind of have been producing them to order. And they've been slowly but surely trickling out of their factory, I guess. 
and uh, ours finally, you know, we're ready to purchase. And then once you purchase it, it ships. So yeah, Josh, uh, very, very narrowly, very, very narrowly uh, was able to secure one. Yeah. So I sent a message to uh, the Steam Deck support or to Steam support. I was oh, this like, this is a good story. Yeah. And I was like, hang on. I want to actually pull up the messages. <laughs> this is good. I like this. Where are the, wait, where are the messages at? Uh, uh, riff for a second while I find the messages. Uh, when Josh told me he reached out to support, I was like, okay. Cause they said on Twitter, like if you're, if you miss it or whatever, reach out, we'll hook you up. So I had him go on support and send a message and he never heard anything for days. Uh, but his follow-up message with, that they replied to is awesome. Nothing. I, I can't find it now. How do I get to the steam support? I have no idea. Well, they closed the ticket. I know, but I could still pull up the history. Uh, ah. Steam uh, help Steam support. Here we go. Uh, view my Steam support help request. Here we go. Okay, so I said so. This is right after Brett sent me this thing, and I realized that I was fucked. So I said, "Hello, I missed the notification about my Steam Deck being ready to be bought after having a reservation for a long time. I was away for work for four weeks and completely missed my reservation being ready. Is there any way I would still be able to complete the purchase? Thank you in advance for your help." silence after that complete radio silence nothing so two days later i just respond to that same message i sent hello question mark and that was like a (laughs) shot in the dark it was a shot in the dark literally seven minutes later nine minutes later sorry nine minutes later santiago says Fuck yeah. Thank you for contacting Steam Support. We're sorry you weren't able to purchase your Steam Deck. As a a customer service gesture, we've sent you a new invitation email. You can complete your purchase directly from the Steam Store page as well. If you have any trouble completing payment, please check back in with us. Thank you for using Steam. Santiago. I mean, dude, customer support, like, that's it, dude. Yeah. So I don't know why they didn't respond for me for two days and then they responded within nine minutes of me saying hello, like fucking Melania Trump, dude. Hello. Hello. But it did it. Santiago hooked me up. I was able to complete it. Bing, bam, boom. It'll be here this week. That's so crazy because the tweet where they told everyone to reach out if they missed it said, like, there's, like, a one or two day grace period. This was seven days later, dude. Yeah. I mean, listen. still did it. Listen, they gave me the sympathetic suck, and I said in there, I mean, which is true. Like, I was literally, like, when I tell you I didn't exist for one month. I literally was not part of society for a month. Yeah. I was gone. Like another COVID outbreak could have happened and you would yeah. not have known. I'd come back like fucking Jared Leto, be like, what the yeah. fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah, dude. So, yeah. That's awesome. So, so we, yeah. we got your Steam Deck coming. That's good. Dude, I'm so excited. I have not been this excited for a piece of hardware in a long time. I don't even think I was as excited to get the fucking Series X and the PS5, to be honest yeah. with you. Like I'm, don't get me wrong. I love my Series X, my PS5, but I wasn't like genuinely, like I feel like a child waiting for like I haven't felt like I've waited for something like this for a long time. Yeah, and I think it's the anticipation that has built up over the last year while we've been like waiting, you know. Yeah, so I- I'm ready to fucking play with my deck. All right. Yeah, you played with my deck. I did play with your deck. Your deck's nice. I liked it. Yeah, I like uh, I like the Steam Deck a lot. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm loving the emulation. I'm loving the ability to play all those PC games on the go. Mind yeah. you, it's not all of them. You know, not every game runs. But, uh, right. you know, I think as the deck gets more popular, developers will start to, you know, make small changes and, sure. and modifications to their games. But I have, I mean, I have so many Steam games that I've just never played. Because, I, I mean, like, I'm just not a big PC gamer. Like, I'm just not. Neither of us are. I mean, I enjoy playing on my PC, but I have so many games on here that I want to play that yeah. I now have an excuse to really play. Yeah, and, and there's it, some there's so many like deals on PC games that you could get like keys for so cheap, you know what I mean? Like Right. PC is just awesome. Yeah. Um lots of indies that I haven't played. And then of course there's going to be the fucking emulation stuff which I mean, this is your chance, dude, to play classics that you've never played, like Metal Gear Solid. Like, I'm so hyped for you to finally play Metal Gear Solid on the PS1. Am I playing it? Yeah, you are. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. All right. 
Do I have to emulate that, or can I buy it? You might be able to buy it, but you can emulate it on PS1. Uh, also, Epic Game Store, which they give away free games like every fucking week. Right, I have all, all those, those games. games. Yeah, they're all playable on the deck. Well, not all, but most. I don't see Metal Gear Solid on uh, Steam. So. You're going to have to emulate it. You have a couple options, though. There's the PS1 version. There's a PS2 version. There's a GameCube version. Um, which which is the best version? I played the PS1 version on Vita because I like the aesthetic of the graphics. Uh, the the one on PS2 and v and um, GameCube are like remakes of Metal Gear Solid 1 in like a newer engine. So, According to Reddit, PS1 version is the best. Yeah, that's the one I played. And then, I think the other version is <laughs> called Twin Snakes. It says, yeah, it says PS1 version is the best. PS1 version emulated is the second best. Well, that's probably because there's a couple of small hiccups like... Ooh. There's a boss fight where you have to switch to the second controller port on your console. Mm -hmm. And there's two discs. So emulation brings up the point where basically like there's going to be two discs. So at a certain point in the game, you're going to have to emulate a disc switch. But you, that's all like they've accounted for that in the emulate, emulator. You know what I mean? Like right. we've, we've advanced. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a part where um, Psycho Mantis, he's a boss fight. He literally knows every move you're going to make. So if you punch him, if you shoot him, whatever you do, he dodges it. You can't, you literally can't beat him. So what you do is you unplug your controller and you plug it into the second controller port. And then he can't detect your moves anymore. And that's how you beat him. So again, with emulation, it's a little more tough because you don't have that physical controller to unplug and plug in, but there's ways you, there's ways around it. So right. I did it on the Vita, you know? Right. But, uh, yeah, apparently the PC version of Metal Gear, there is one, but it's bad. Really? Yeah. It's flawed. Works inconsistently across systems. Gamepad support doesn't work. Oh, fuck that. Listen, if I can play it where I have to fucking use the touchscreen for L3 and R3, I mean, you come on now. like. Wait, it's in the Legacy Collection? The PS3 one? Yeah. It is, but it's a digital download of the PS1 version. Is that on um, the PlayStation the uh, Plus thing or no? Nah. All right. Well, then I'm just emulating. Fuck it. Is fuck there? it. I don't give a fuck. Yes, I, don't give a, I don't give a fuck. And you could play all. That's the cool thing because Metal Gear Solid Two is also good. I played that one. That's on PS2. You can emulate that. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid Three. You can emulate. Metal Gear Solid 4 is on PS3, but PS3 emulation is on the uh, Steam Deck, so... Right. Right, and yeah, but I don't have to fucking stream it. Right. Which is such bullshit. Anyway. Alright, cool. I forget what we were talking about, but... I don't remember. Oh, Steam Deck. We were talking just about the Steam Deck. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, well. Steam Deck, yo. I'm enjoying it. I haven't really done much uh, playing on it, but just setting it up, downloading games, getting it all ready to go. You know what I did do today? I So I downloaded uh, Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3, the yeah. classic Dragon Ball game, and I wanted to play with all the characters unlocked because I didn't want to grind. I just wanted to be able to play with every 100%. I downloaded a save, dude. I want 100% complete save and i just added it to my memory my virtual memory card mm -hmm. on the ps2 emulator and it worked instantly wow so that's cool yeah i'm gonna yeah. do that for like melee smash bros melee i'm just gonna download a save yeah you're gonna have to show me the ins and outs of some of that stuff i'm gonna suck your fucking dick dude the steam deck i'm ready about to play fucking elden ring on my steam deck yeah that's gonna be cool i might do that as well yeah. Elden Ring's awesome, dude. DLC's coming out next year. Gonna be nice. Yeah. I, uh... I'm ready for, uh... More Elden Ring. How much time we got? Um... We have... Uh... But we have to do about another 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I like we've been talking for a long time. Yeah, well, we took a shit break, remember? So. Right, 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 right. 
Well, there's one thing I do want to mention. Um, we are sponsored by W Energy. Mm-hmm. W.GG is the website. Uh, it's an energy drink, but it's a supplement. Uh, nootropics, Neurofactor, all that good stuff. Uh, just go to W.GG. You know, when you check out, use code SLICK. You'll save 10%. And that 10% you save goes right into our pockets to help support the show. Multiple shows. We do two shows now. Um, so, yeah, use code SLICK at W.GG. My favorite flavor is Dub Sludge. It's a nice Granny Smith apple sour flavor. So Hell, yeah. And uh, with that, I think maybe one thing we could talk about is, like, the future of what we're going to be doing. So the future of what we're going to be doing yeah with this channel and the podcast so i guess like tuesdays you can expect our live gaming news podcast hapticast and then thursdays we're going to do an episode of hapticast unscripted which is what you're listening to right now that's going to come out on audio platforms all your podcast platforms yeah and then we're going to do some one-off stuff still like uh unclaimed baggage and all that Mm. but the interesting thing i think is that we do have our trip to California coming. Mm. And I think that we could do a nice like vlog type of mm. deal for that. Mm. You know? We're going to stream live from California 24-7 for seven days straight. We're not doing that. No fucking way. You heard it here first, dude. Although we wouldn't be the, like the only ones there doing that. That's the funny thing because like what there's so many. Because like a lot of those streamers are from California. Yeah. So. I mean... Yeah, so we can do a vlog. I don't know. It might be hard to live stream it, like do anything normal from there. I oh, yeah. Assume, no. But yeah, I would imagine we just shoot some shit and then put it all together into a vlog. Or yeah, a couple of vlogs. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have a nice house. We'll shoot a porno. The house is nice. It is nice. We've talked about that already, but yeah, I'm excited. Ready to go. Yeah. Ready to go. I'm going to go sicko mode. Sicko mode. So what else? What else you want to talk about? I want to talk about how uncomfortable my head is right now. I want to talk about I'm going to talk about life, dude. And how it's not worth it anymore. You just want to die? I don't want to be here anymore. Speaking of not wanting to be here anymore, Fucking the rehearsal, dude. That show slaps. Oh, Nathan's show? Yeah. Wow, what a show. I I don't know what I was expecting going into it, but I don't care. I like it. So I've been watching it as it's come out, but you, because you've been so busy, you watched all three episodes that are out so far. Yeah. It was sitting at your abode. Yeah. So what did you think? We didn't really digest that all. I love it. I really do. What do you think about, like, in terms of its how different it is from Nathan for you? Like, do you think it's very different or do you think it's similar? How do you feel about that? There are some similarities, but I think the similarities come from Nathan himself. I don't think it, right. the structure necessarily is a similarity. So, I think the most Nathan for you thing that has been in the show so far is like, and it's so dumb and small, but like, at the end of spo- semi spoilers, at the end of episode three, when they're literally like planting the the vegetables yeah. in the store, <laughs> like then just pulling them out, like I don't know, that's like a Nathan, yeah, show thing. And you know the the VO is there where he's kind of like, I mean it's it's different, but like where a Nathan for you, he'd be like, the plan is, you know, right. Instead of fixing someone's job, he's fixing their life basically. Right. It's interesting, and I think I I I I, I feel an approach to like the like a meta narrative that like this is taking place also and then like the nathan for you mm-hmm. like universe like I, I i feel like that is what the show might end with is like he the premise basically is that he still he still can't find it like he still cannot get the human connection that he's looking for yeah I personally think that in the end, the rehearsal is actually going to be that he was, it was all for him. Mm. It's all Nathan's rehearsal. Mm, I like that uh, too. I think that in the end, Angela's going to leave and it's just going to be him with the kid. And it's going to be, I mean, you've seen the poster with like all the dummies. Right. Like it might even devolve to that, dude, where yeah. he's like, I couldn't get any people. So I literally fucking brought dummies in, you know? Yeah. I do like 
excuse me. I do like there's there's like a through line with all the uh then like like there's like connection between each episode. Like there's like a narrative and then there's like these small side things. So Right. Like in the in the newest episode there was like this subplot of this guy who had to rehearse asking his brother for his grandfather's um will money that he didn't want to give him because his girlfriend was a gold digger or whatever. Um that was like a nice little side story. And I don't know. They're the characters that the show creates. I don't. Have you heard about any of the shit that happened with uh, that guy, Robin? No. So the guy, Robin, from episode two. Was such a douchebag. Yeah. And it, it turns out, dude, that his brother is a fan of the show. And his brother went on the subreddit and went on Twitter and was like, that's my brother. It's not an act. None of my family talk to him anymore. He's crazy. Uh, the numbers shit is so annoying. They were saying uh, he hasn't even talked to him in years. But then he posted screenshots of conversations that he had with his brother about being on Nathan. And he said, like, to his brother, he said, hey, I heard you were on Nathan's new, Nathan Fielder's new show. And Robin replied, who the hell is that? And then he sent a picture of Nathan. The guy, and he just replied, LOL. Yeah, I was. I almost beat his ass. And apparently, like, they almost kind of fight him and Nathan, which is bullshit. Um, but, yeah, he's not happy with how they portrayed him on the show. They did a, uh, you know, Vice, Vice.com? Yeah. They interviewed Robin, and he was just shitting all over Nathan. Uh, and he signed an NDA. Like, you're not supposed to talk about that kind of, like, anything right. like that. And then, guess what, dude? Robin posted a photo collage oh, no. of him and Angela. Oh, no. Together. They're mm -hmm. dating, dude. Wait, still? Yeah, dude. Oh, no. Even after the events of the episode. How could she do that? He's abysmal. My man literally got up in the middle of the night and left because he wanted to fucking get a good night's sleep. I mean, he only went there to get some, some puff. Yeah, well. And she said she was saving herself for marriage, you know? Yeah. Well, she's a, she's a bit of a loon anyway, so. Yeah, they were both kind of god freaks, but. Well, I just, I mean, in, in general, I mean, he fucking, literally, he's like fucking rain man when it comes to numbers dude yeah he was like 88 uh i have 88 bones in my penis so that means that i'm god right essentially yeah yeah it was weird he's a weird guy he was a weird weird guy yeah i don't like him well we might see more of him because we don't know how the show's going like what's going to happen but robin might be in another episode and maybe him and nathan get in a fight i mean we don't how many episodes are there supposed to be i think six okay Six. Six, six, six. That's the number of the beast. All right, Robin, chill out, dude. Listen, dude, I'm just telling you. Speaking of me telling you, I'm going to tell you again. What's that? Better Call Saul makes my dick hard. What about Slippin' Jimmy, dude? The animated show. I haven't watched that. I heard it's bad. I believe it. But can I tell you something that I told Brandon the other day? About Better Call Saul? Yeah. Sure. It's not a spoiler or anything. It's just a statement. Yeah. Better Call Saul, as good as Breaking Bad. I've heard that. Some people have said better, which is nuts. Not better. Not better. At least in my opinion, not better. Because it's all, I mean, first of all, it's vastly different. You have to understand that. Right. But as good. And the last, I mean, the whole show has been good. But the last few seasons have a very similar feel in the ramp up of stakes, like Breaking Bad does, that I right. feel like only Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould have like created. Because like Breaking Bad, we've had this conversation before. Breaking Bad gets to a point where you are just watching a fucking train wreck. Right. Like you are just watching a train wreck, and every episode you feel like you're gonna have a panic attack because of how fucking anxious it makes you feel. And the characters are anxious as well. Yeah. Better Call Saul accomplishes the same thing. But in a very different context, because you also know where the train is heading. Right. And it's like, how are we getting to this station? And you're starting to see what's going on. Right. And there's a time skip in the last season, dude, that will make you particularly will make your cock fall off. I like that. I, it made me want to kill myself. <laughs> I, I love time skip tropes. I think right. honestly a lot because of you and you found media 
with that and i enjoy it yeah and i always particularly love a time skip i feel like a good time skip right takes a knife and just fucking stabs you in the gut with it yeah for the narrative better call saul has the best that i've ever seen oh man literally the best that i've ever seen that's so cool because better call saul is so unique in that it is a spinoff of such a beloved show that we like you said we know where the train's going but it's how did how does it get there yeah um that's really interesting which is it's so good and honestly probably must have been so freeing to make it too because it's like we know what the end product is we can fucking we have this huge sandbox to play in about how we get there and let's make it as abysmal as possible right (laughs) so that's awesome dude i'm gonna have to give it a watch eventually i'm only on season one yeah you might as well just restart right i i definitely will um, you know what started my love for those for those tropes of time skips? Any um, guesses? Yeah, um, what's it called? Steins Gate. Actually, no. Oh, sooner than that. Sooner than that. Yep. All right. What? Nickelodeon. Oh boy. Any any guesses? Ben Ten, dude. I bet there's that's Cartoon Network. I I feel like there's people that are listening right now that are screaming at the at their car radio. They're like, fuck it. Like, they know. Kim Possible. That's also that's Disney Channel. Nickelodeon, dude. I'm Rugrats. Just try- Rugrats? All grown up. Oh, shit. There was an episode where they did a time skip, and then it turned into a separate show, which was a took place mm. when they were in high school or something. Mm. Middle school. And that's what that- became the show. Yeah, they turned the the one episode special into a full show. That's cool. That's where I started loving time skips. I actually, in like senior year of high school, rewatched all of, of Rugrats all grown up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it holds up. It's a good show. Yeah, it is good. It's such a, if it's done well, the narrative weight that it can provide is really good. Right. Because you then, because I feel like a lot of times with stories, like you have a wrap up, but you're like, yeah, but we also want to see where these characters go or what happens in the future. Or maybe right. you want to break because you don't want to have, you know, a bunch of exposition in the middle and you just want to skip ahead to what you want to get to next in your story beat. Yeah. And if it's done well, I mean, it's it's done. It's it's good. Uh, another one that does it well, Gurren Lagan. Yes, dude. Yes. I mean, they used it. Like you said, not, they just they had a bunch of exposition that they could have done to like show the years going forward. But instead of doing that, there was also like technological advances that happened in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we go from very primitive to like a futuristic society, a whole city. Um, you can only do that with a time skip. Otherwise, you're going to be sitting there for years trying to explain everything, you know? Yeah. So, Gurren Lagann, anime, great time skip. Oh, there's some. I'm looking up at a, a list right now. Some good time skips. Uh, I'm trying to find something else that we know. Probably going to be a normie list. Walking Dead is in there, but I don't know. Uh, come on. Walking Dead's time skips are like two years. Parks and Recreation does have a good time skip. Does it? Yeah. It has the 100 on here. Oh, I never even saw the time skip happen in that show. I stopped yeah. watching it. And then actually number one on this list, and I forgot. And this TV show, dude, I fucking love this show. And I always forget it exists. Fringe. Ooh, I've heard of that. It's J.J. Abrams. It's Fringe. That has an awesome time skip in it. Does it? Dude. Yes. You would. Dude, I want to rewatch that show now that I have an actual brain. Because I watched that when I was young. Is that the one about the psychic detective? What? What's Fringe? What is that? No, Fringe is about um, this fucking, like, fringe science, basically, with this doctor um, who is basically pretty much insane. But, like, there's, like, transcendental stuff like that. There's stuff with fucking aliens. It's fucking weird, dude. Uh, I'm thinking of Bones. Oh, Bones is the psychic detective, right? Yes. Okay. That's interesting. I'll have to look into that. Fringe. Ten anime. Okay. First of all, this list is already bad. Because Gurren Lagann is number seven. Whoa. Yeah. Number six is JoJo. What JoJo has a time skip? Just in general, like each season? Between... Part one and two. Yeah, two? yeah that's what it says. And then two and three? Right. 
Yeah, JoJo yeah, has a that's, couple. That's bullshit. Those are seasons. That doesn't. Yeah. Those are different series almost. Number five is Attack on Titan. Oh, yes, yes, that show does a good one. That you want to talk about punching you in the fucking gut? Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. You have. Is there no another one? Idea. Dude, you don't even know where it goes. You have to catch up. I don't know. Listen, dude. The last thing I saw was the beach. That's all I can tell you. Beach. The end of season three or four. Or whatever dude, the time is. skip didn't even happen yet. There's another time skip in season two. Dude, that's not the time skip they're talking about when they say a slick time skip. All right, well, I'm not reading it because I don't want to be spoiled. So, Dude, Attack on Titan is fucking slick. Right. I Eat my butt. Dude, dude, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. I dude, haven't watched it tonight, dude. Tonight, I'm re- I gotta rewatch the whole show. No. Yeah, dude. No, that's gonna take too long. Don't do that. I, dude, I have to. You know I, everything. I, I literally watched last season as it came out, bro. Yeah, you know everything. That's fucking that like two years ago at this point. Dude, it's a time skip. They don't. None of that matters anymore. You just need oh, to know the little no, stuff. None of that matters. No, it all matters, but. You don't need to rewatch the whole thing, dude. I'm telling you. So what am I gonna? Again? What am I gonna do? Well, I gotta, right, give me gotta more. fucking what? What, some... what do I gotta? I do gotta fucking watch like a like a fucking video to fucking refresh yeah, my just memory. Watch catch up, yeah. What else is on that list? That was the end of that list. Oh. Um, Back to the Future. That's all right. All right. This is fucking, some normie shit. Dude. This is garbage. That's bullshit, brother. Get the fuck out of here with that. Back to the Future Part Two. Yo, suck my dick. No way, dude. No fucking way. Yeah, this list is fucking garbage, bro. Jumanji? Suck a dick, dude. Who wrote this list? Who wrote this list? Where's the author's name? Who is this by? By Kavja? Yo, suck my dick, Kavja. No way. Get out. No, but for real, Attack on Titan does some shit that... I'm, my man, your dick's gonna get hard when you when it happens. I know you. Like... It's just nuts. My dick's already hard, bro. Well, all right. it's going to get harder. Here's another list. Number one, Naruto Shippuden. Yeah, I've heard that's a good time skip. One Piece. One Piece right. is too long. Time skip feature? Okay. Dragon Ball Z is on here? Yeah, they have a time skip. Gurren Lagann's number four on this list. JoJo's number five. Okay. But this is a normie list, though, because, like, Dragon Ball's on there. Like, why Assassination would Classroom? Really? I didn't know they... I, I'm behind on that. I have... I've, I've only watched, read the first book of that. This says... I've heard of this anime before. Clanad? Clanad? Uh, I've heard of that too. Apparently it's super sad. Oh. Yo! Speaking of... What's... um, um, What was that anime movie that has... It has a time skip in it, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Weathering with you or... No. Uh, Your name? Your name. Doesn't that have a time skip in it? I don't remember. But it did. It ping, might. ping pong. That sounds racially motivated. Uh, Nagi no Asakura. All right. Josh has now just evolved into Japanese. Goodfellas. That that that's a good movie. That has a time skip. I forgot about that. I thought we were reading an anime list, and I was like, "What?" Boys in the Hood. Boys in the hood are always hard. Twin Peaks. It's a good one. But again, that's like almost like two different series. Like, No, you're 100% right. Walking Dead is on a lot of these lists, and I think that's garbage. Dude, that show that's blows a for... fucking call out. Dude. Ooh, video games. Red Dead Redemption. Good one. That's a great one. All right. Yeah. Sorry, I went down the rabbit hole. We're at time. You don't now. see it in games. You don't see it in games a lot. Not, not a bunch. Um, We're out of time. Well, we're at time. I'm just letting you know. All right. Well, thanks for watching this, or sorry, listening to this episode of uh, Haptcast Unscripted. Uh, again, we have you know weekly podcasts that are live on our YouTube and Twitch, uh, youtubecom Intel, twitchtv Intel. Uh, we do game news. So make sure you tune in every Tuesday at like 6:30 for that. Um, and then every Thursday we'll be releasing this bad boy, Haptcast Unscripted. Any parting words, Josh? My name is Josh, and I'm going to watch Attack on Titan tonight. Oh, thanks, Josh. Dude, that's that's a big commitment. I don't know about that. All right. How, mu- how many episodes is this last season? I think it's like 20 episodes. 
Oh my fucking god, dude! It goes quick. Yeah, why don't you assign me some homework, dude? I'm not saying watch all 24 tonight, dude. But once you, dude, once you start watching it, you're gonna get hooked. Have you seen anything that takes place in um in the country across the water? Anything at all? No, but the last the last episode I saw was the last one of the last season where Aaron is at the beach and realizes that there's people across over the water over okay. the water that's where i ended so about 12 episodes into halfway through the season yeah shit goes down dude i have to wait halfway through this season no no, no. it's good build up they introduce you to like these kids basically dude all right you know how attack on titan is like aaron and his friends are just normal kids living their life and a titan comes and like literally fucks it all up yes it the this whole season four is that but inverted for the people that live across the water. Okay. And you follow these kids. And at first you're like, why am I watching these kids that I don't care about? But it's because that they're building that relationship and trying to get, they're trying to like mirror what happened. You'll see. I don't want to spoil anything. Well, we have it all on uh slick tube, yeah. right? Yeah. It says there's 28 episodes, bro. There you go. 28, 28 episodes. Like that's 12 work. episodes in, shit gets nuts. That's work, dude. There's shit with Aaron's, uh, well, I don't even know if you know about Aaron's family, but. I don't, but I gotta watch a whole fucking. This is, this is gonna be, it's all out. It's not like you're a, waiting anymore. This is a project, dude. No, I mean, I gotta watch a recap video. No, and, now, and now I gotta find don't. the right recap video. No. Yes, I do, dude. Yes, I do. It's been it two years. Off. It's been uh, two years. It starts off, and it's not even Aaron for like 12 episodes. You're not even with those guys. It's a brand new thing for like 12 episodes. Fuck my ass, dude. And then chaos, dude. All right. So wait, this is reigns. season four. All right. So wait, attack on Titan. We can end. Seasons I, uh, one through three recap is what you need. Seasons. All right. We can talk about this off camera. Guys, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, welcome to our channel. If you're new, please subscribe. Please follow and suck us off. Yes. See you next time. Bye-bye.